Hey, well, welcome to The Grove. I'm Robert Bradford. I'm a teaching pastor here at The Grove. I'm glad you guys are here. We're excited. We are doing a series. We've been talking about um, transformation. Uh, we started with uh, spiritual health, and then we talked about physical health. Uh, last week, Eric did a great job with mental health. Thanks, Eric. It was good. I had a good week mentally. Um, and then uh, this week, we're going to talk about emotional health. Um, the basic concept is that, you know, healthy people do healthy things. Um, so I, I this, uh, whenever you, just so you know, I mean, if, if you ever, you know, decide you want to, like, lead a Bible study or do something like that, the week that you're going to teach something, that will be training week for whatever that is. God just puts you in a place uh, and this week has been an emotional week. Um, I, have, I have been um, on the fun side of a lot of emotions. In fact, my son, Thursday night, he's in my face. And I love this about him, and I hate it about him, actually. <laughs> I can't decide. But he gets in my face, and he's like, I, you know, it's the I know you and you're emotionally compromised conversation. So, you know, and what's worse is we're in the car on the way back from Albuquerque, so I got 40 minutes of, what's going on with you, man? Um, and uh, I can't tell you how much I enjoy that conversation. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, we had it, and it was good, and uh, it ties right into what we're talking about today. And I'll share a little bit more about what was going on for me there. Um, but emotions, they, they're just part of us. It's we're all emotional, and I mean, you can read the Bible, right? And, and you can see that God is emotional, right? God's emotional God. In fact, God is love, right? So there's, there's plenty of opportunity to just crack the Bible and, and read, uh, especially, uh, you know, Jesus' time, reading about Jesus, reading in the Old Testament. You'll see that God is, is an emotional God, and he's given us emotions. Really, emotions, in a way, are a gift to us. The fact that we're made in God's image means we're going to have them, um, whether we want them or not, um, at times. And then, I mean, you can look at the book of Psalms. Psalms has pretty much every emotion in the, uh, that we would have as a, as a human uh, is found in the book of Psalms. So if you're, you know, feeling emotional, take a read. Um, you know, there's, it's all there. David seems to have run the, I wouldn't call him a drama king. Um, <laughs> but somebody might. Probably RJ would say he's a drama king. So um, that, that is there. I mean, emotions are part. You have this, the, peep, the stuffers, right? Do I have stuffers in the room? Right? I'm a old. So everybody who just put their hands up in front of their thing or folded their arms, they're the stuffers. <laughs> um, and then you have the uh, gushers, right? We're just going to go for it. We're going to express everything uh we feel if we're if you aren't sharing your emotions then you aren't authentic so if you can identify with that statement then you're probably more of a gusher than a stuffer uh the problem with stuffing because uh, you know that's kind of what i i flip between the two but for the most part i'm a gusher um but when i when i'm around people then i try and hold it all in you know how it is you're like Oh man, you're all of a sudden. And then that person walks in that you're trying to impress. All, hey, what's up? You know, you're all good, right? All of a sudden, it's all gone. It disappeared. 
Um, so I, I was stuffing, and that's why RJ was in my face. It was frustrating. So we have all of that, um, all those emotions. So today, basically, we're going to talk about um, we are gifted. That sounds better than stuck. We're gifted with emotion uh, in our lives, um, and we need to learn how to deal, how to deal with how we feel. Um, to have emotional health, you, you, can't be a, you can't be a stuffer and just stuff it all the time. How many of you have seen a pressure cooker just blow, right, beans everywhere? That doesn't work out. Uh, gushing all the time, you know, you just get labeled drama king. No one listens to you anymore because you're just a boatload of emotion all over the place and that stuff. And it's very difficult for us to really walk in a healthy place if we haven't learned how to manage all of those emotions. Um, I just want to, before we talk about how, though, I want to talk about why. Uh, some of the whys. So the first why, why we would care about managing, because maybe someone's here and you're like, hey, look, man, I need to express. I mean, that's very current today. I'm just expressing myself. Um, how many of you have been on the end of somebody saying, I just need to express, and you're like, no, you don't. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't need to know all of that. Right? So here's some whys for you if you're on the fence about the need. So the first is uh, because your feelings are often unreliable. Okay? How we feel really is feelings don't dictate reality. How you feel is really, it's how you feel. Are your feelings valid? Yeah, they're valid. They are valid feelings. That is actually how you are feeling, the feelings that you're feeling. But they do not dictate, they do not determine, they do not force a reality. They just don't, which makes them unreliable. I mean, you, you've been in that situation where you've had something, my gut feeling here, I, I'm, I need to go, I need to do this, or I need to buy this, or I just know this is right, I feel it. In my gut, right? And then after you bought it and you're driving home uh, or after you've done it and you're home, what's the question in your mind? Yeah. What was I thinking, right? Why did I buy that? What was I thinking? I thought it was right, uh, but no, it wasn't, right? A financial thing, you bought that stock. I know it's going to go up. <laughs> I, If you want to know when a stock is going down, just let me know because I will buy it and it will go down. Okay, that's how it works for me. I don't know. It could just be a feeling. But, but uh, that's, that's, that feelings are unreliable. Last week, Eric said, you know, don't believe everything you think. Today, I would say, don't accept everything you feel because your feelings uh, may or may not be right. They are what you're feeling, but that's it, right? Feelings are just feelings. In fact, in Proverbs, uh, Proverbs 14:12 says this, there is a way that seems, you can circle seems in your notes, uh, seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. So your emotions are not infallible. Just because you felt it doesn't make it true. The second reason is this. This is why you want to learn how to manage your emotions. The second reason is because I don't want to be manipulated. Um, we people manipulate with emotions all the time. Uh, if you look in, in out, at uh, alcoholism and, and addictions and those types of things, those relationships are full of manipulation, codependency, all that type of stuff. 
you don't want to be manipulated by yourself as well. I mean, there's that where people are trying to manipulate you with their moods, their emotions, but you can manipulate yourself uh, getting lost in your own emotions because there's no check. You're, you're not looking at them at all and trying to, to get a feel or understand that. In fact, salespeople is another thing. Everything from packaging to the delivery to the statements, all that stuff, it's all designed to draw you emotionally as well as mentally, but emotionally, so that you'll buy whatever it is. And, and I wish I had more time because I, I would give you the rundown on that. There's a bunch of stuff out there. Starbucks, um, they're brilliant in what they've done. Um, I mean, really, they taught an entire adult culture that sipping out of a that drinking from a sippy cup is cool, right? That's impressive, right? That's impressive. It's okay. What's in it is still good. You know, it's good. All right. So that's that. Uh, that aspect. Um, that aspect of it. Um, in Proverbs, Proverbs talks about this way. It says, um, Proverbs twenty-five twenty-eight. I love this in the New American Standard. It says, "Like an open city, with no defenses, it's a man with no check on his feelings." We have no check in our feelings, no governor, no moderator, no manager. Um, our feelings are out of control, and we are defenseless, and we allow ourselves to be manipulated. Okay? A lot of the things you feel, are they're just not true. They're feelings. It's true. Um, uh, Mariah uh, recently, or this week, this week recently, say move to the future. This week, Mariah did um, spoken word. Uh, spoken word is a very specific category where it's very emotional and people are, are really talking about uh, emotions. It usually is pretty dark in that. And uh, Mariah wrote this, uh, this spoken word and uh, she, uh, she was advanced to nationals. Um, on that, so um, in honor of her, so, so this really fits with. Uh, so as, as she's speaking, just you know, listen to the to what to how the emotions were manipulating her, in a in a negative way. Not actually her. This is something she wrote, but um, in what she's saying. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Bradford, ladies and gentlemen. I used to think I was fighting the good fight, but in reality, I was fighting the good life. The life that was so faithful and true, yet I believed I was so far away from you. I used to cry, saying, God, where are you? Why can't I feel you? Is it my pain that's blocking the unknown? Am I too locked up inside of my misery to see the love that you have for me? When will you love me? I don't know. I'm too deep in this darkness to be known. I kept my anger like it was a disease. No one knew how to use the key. The key to the change, to the hurt and the pain. I was stuck inside this shame. I used to hide under my pride. I kept everything inside, saying, don't come near me. You don't want to see me. But he said, my daughter, I love you. I've seen inside. These chains have been broken and lie at my side. I said, but dad. What about when I go the wrong way? What about the fork in the road where I stay saying which way? 
What about when I can't get up? What about the times when I decide to cut? What about when I want to die? What about those times? He said, my daughter, you don't have to cry. I'll always be there right by your side. Let me be your guide. He took me out of the darkness and into the light. He showed me how to fight the good fight while living the good life. The life that is so faithful and true, and now I know I'll never be far away from you. Thank you. Thank you, Mariah. It's awesome. She did such a great job. We're super proud of her. Um, we know that that ministered um, when she shared it last time, and, and I assume this time as well. So so that's what she saw you about there. You could see, right, the emotion and, and, and how it's directing that person and, and all of that because there's no real check. There's no, there's no governor, um, and, and this person is allowed to be manipulated by their own emotions, and they're defenseless. Um, that same verse in the New Living Translation, it says it this way, a person... A person without self-control is as defenseless as a city with broken down walls. Not only are we defenseless against the manipulation of other people, we're defenseless against the manipulation of our old nature. Right? So that's a reason we want to make that change. right? Because those emotions, if they go unchecked, um, they put us in, in a bad place. Um, in First Peter... Um, he says it this way. Peter writes, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to, to, to devour. Now, you may, you may be in a position where you're, you know, you're not sure about the whole Satan thing. It sounds a little you know, too much uh, and that type of thing. I personally have experienced a lot in, in this area, and I know that Satan is very real and very, very alive. And, and he... When we are defenseless against our own emotions, when they're able to, he, he can use shame, uh, guilt, uh, he can just, you, I mean, every emotion really he can use against us and, and beat us down. And there are times, right, if you feel, if you're in this room and you feel like you're worthless, my life is pointless, I feel like I won't, I, I, you know, I'm not going anywhere, I won't go anywhere, I I don't even know why God created me. All of those emotions that you're feeling, that sadness, that despair, um, those are un- actually unchecked emotions because God made you for a purpose. And God did it intentionally. And it wasn't so that you would be um, alone and in pain and all that stuff. He actually came that you would have life and have it to the full. So we don't want emotions to manipulate us. The third thing is because um, because I want to please God. Um, and I'm, I, I want I want you to know that that just just as my feelings are unreliable, I don't want to be manipulated by other people or by my old nature and all that. I want to please God. And in Romans eight six, it says to be controlled by the by human nature results in death. So our human nature involves our emotions, all that stuff. Uh, To be controlled by the Spirit results in life and peace. Those who obey their human nature cannot please God. Circle that. 
We can't please God when we allow our emotions to be un, to go unchecked. Right? We can't please God because we're all over the place. Hopefully, you know, God says, "I love you," and emotionally we say, "I don't feel loved." We're calling God a liar when we do that. Okay, so we, wanna, we don't want to do that. And the fourth thing is because we want to succeed in life. We want to succeed in life. Um, lots of studies show that that our EQ um, is really more more accurate in terms of success than our IQ. You can be really smart, but if you're out of control, you're out of control. You will not be successful in life. Your your emotional uh, quotient will, plays a huge role. I, I've experienced this in my own work life. You know, there there there's this, this one guy we worked with, and the guy was all over the place emotionally, and he got labeled a drama queen. Nobody wanted to really work with him. We were just trying to give him tasks and get him going over there because the guy was super smart, but nobody wanted to work with him. And eventually he left the company, um, mostly because uh, no one wanted to work with him and that type of thing. Actually, several people worked to try and get him fired. Right? He's out of control. Out of control. So we want, if you want to be successful, right, healthy people do healthy things, and we do well with our emotions. Um, the verse here is Proverbs 5.3 says that people get lost and die because of their foolish foolishness and lack of self-control. When we're managing our emotions, we're exercising self-control. Right? All right. So let's talk about how. Okay, that's the why. Um, Let's jump to how. So how do I do that? How do I manage an unmanageable or unwieldy or unwanted feeling? Right? So I'm back in the car with RJ. He's in my face. We're having this conversation. So the first thing, the first thing you have to do, is you have to name it. You have to name it, right? You've been in this experience, right? So, so how are you feeling right now? And you're like, I, I don't know. I just have this, this feeling. It's you know stirring in here. Really, I don't know. I don't know what that is. And that's how I was Thursday night when RJ was. We were having that wonderful discussion. He was saying, what's the deal? And I started with, you know, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. You know, we have all this stuff going. I could, you know, the whole list I could give you, but it's a ton of stuff that we're trying to accomplish, et cetera. I, you know, i just overwhelmed, you know. And, of course, RJ's there, and he's like, you know, just let it go, you know. Let it go, Dad. You don't have to do all that stuff. I mean, I know you have a lot of stuff, but... You know, you, you don't have to accomplish all that in one day. You know, let it go. And I'm, so now, now we're starting to get a little bit more detail as we kind of dig down. And, and really what the issue is was fear. Being overwhelmed was just the top side of that. Almost a secondary emotion, you could call it, was really is a fear of not getting those things. That's really what was, what was weighing on me. And we can't manage something we can't identify. So if you can't identify it, then you're, then you're stuck. So you need to first name it, identify it, so that you can manage it. You can't manage something that's vague. Right? So 
and I, I don't know about you, but um, I, I think I'm a pretty sensitive guy, right? And you may feel that you're very sensitive and you're in touch with your emotions, but a lot of times we're not. Um, this guy was asked by a counselor, he's giving him the I'm a sensitive guy speech, and so the counselor asked him, so run me through the emotions you felt this last week. And he was like, I, um, I was tired and hungry. You know, so the counselor shot back immediately. Those aren't emotions. Right? So we need to be aware, more aware of what our emotions are. Don't assume I'm, I'm so in touch. It, it, takes, it actually takes some practice and time and, and understanding to get in, in touch with our emotions. And we need to do that. We need to be in touch with what we're feeling. Um, so to help with that, we need to ask two questions. So this will help you get, get down into the, 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 um, to what's really, what you're really feeling. Um, the first question you can ask yourself is, what am I really feeling, right? What am I really feeling? You know, what does it mean? Where does it, what's going on? Where does it come from? That type of thing. You can ask that as your first question. The second question you want to ask um, is, what are my triggers? So, you know, if I feel anger a lot, then I've got some pretty consistent triggers, right? There are certain things that really trigger my emotions. So to help you name it, to identify it, you need to really go in and ask yourself, what am I really feeling and what triggered this? You know, what thing triggered this? Um, an example is, you know, what triggered it, this emotion that I was feeling was um, the news that we were driving down to, um, to Fine Arts to see Mariah. Now, I really wanted to go. I had a lot to do. And what triggered this, I didn't, that wasn't in my plan. I didn't prep for that, right? Those, that's what triggered it. So you can look at what your consistent triggers are, but specifically when you're dealing, trying to find a emotion, you want to find out what, what triggered it, okay? And a lot of things can be a trigger, right? Sight, you see something that reminds you, you know, a smell. How many of you experienced that? You smell something and it takes you back. So I can go back to my grandmother's basement um, when I get that musty smell. It takes me right back. SpaghettiOs takes me back to my childhood. You know, I just seen the can, sight. I actually, we actually bought SpaghettiOs once and had, they were terrible, <laughs> you know, but it took me back. You know, uh, sight, taste, all those kinds of things. Um, touch, some, the way someone touched you can take you right back to an issue you had as a child. And then you're walking around with this emotion and you don't know why. You know, I don't know why I feel like this. So you have to, you have to look for that. The second step then, after you've named it, dug down, found out, maybe past the secondary emotions, the real thing, is you have to challenge it. You have to challenge that emotion. Um, you challenge that feeling. Don't automatically accept it as truth, right? We talked about this already. Just because you feel it doesn't make it true. And you need to challenge it. Challenge it. The, and one of the best ways to challenge it is really through God's Word. You know, I was working with someone yesterday, talking, to, you know, having a counseling talk with them. And, and the nutshell was this. This person is dealing with a lot of emotions that they're believing is true. And they're just not. And my advice to, to that person was just 
You need to challenge these. And look, right here, in God's word, he says he loves you. So regardless of whether you feel like he loves you or not, is actually irrelevant to the truth that you need to take him at his word. He said he loved you. You need to believe it regardless of how you're feeling. You know, and as we dig more, we find that, well, the reason I feel unloved is because of this event that happened three hours ago. And now I'm just wrapping it all up in an emotion that I'm bringing in front of God and saying, you don't love me. All right, so you've got to challenge it. Um, David did a lot of that, and he worked with the Lord. Um, we see in Proverbs 26.2, he says this, Lord, cross-examine me. Test my motives and my affections. Right? So if you're struggling, you're not getting anywhere. God's a great place to go to, have, to, to get help and understanding and challenging an emotion. So pray. Ask the Lord to help you. Lord, I'm feeling this. You, you, you know what it is. You've got to name it. I'm feeling a lot of anger right now. And I just, I don't understand why. Is it, you know, what's going on? Help me. And he will. As you reflect, you know, journaling helps too. Sometimes writing out stuff will get you there. Um, sometimes you need to be challenged by a friend, right? Get a friend, somebody you, that, that you trust. It's important that you trust them and that they, you've given them permission to assault you. I mean, work with you through your emotion. Okay. So RJ is my person that, that, comes, that, that I go to or, or, in his case, comes to me and says, what's up with you? You know, what's going on? And I appreciate that about him. Job, Job had a, a friend like that uh, in Job 15:12. Um, Job's friend uh, Eliphaz came to him and you know, was saying, "Why is your heart carried away? In other words, why have you gone off the deep end emotionally here? And, and why do your eyes flash? You know, what's what's with all the anger? So you need a person who can challenge you in that way. So get a friend who can help you." And then the main thing here is you've you got to give that person permission to get in your face. You need to give that person permission to get in your face and not get bent out of shape and plan their death. Okay? So it's not okay. Okay? You need to. You need to let them challenge you. Okay? So um, I want to give you three questions here in under challenge it that will help you challenge your emotion effectively. Okay, the first is this. What is the real reason I'm feeling this? What is the real reason I'm feeling this? Because it may not be what you think. You're going to have to dig. Um, Is it true? Is the second question. Is it true? You know, there's a point in Elijah's life. Elijah was a prophet in the Old Testament where he's like, I'm the only one left in Israel who's serving you. And blah, 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 he's complaining to the Lord. And the Lord, the Lord says, are you kidding me? You're the only one? You know, you're not the only one. I got these people over here. I've got these people over here. And God kind of lists out all the people that are still serving him um, in his kingdom. So you've got to figure out whether it's true or not. And if, I promise you if, you, if you're here today and you're saying, uh, I'm worthless, that is not true. That is not a true emotion. God loves you and designed you for a purpose. Okay? 
All right. The third question is this. Is what I'm feeling helping me or hurting me? So sometimes we run with emotion because it's comfortable. You know, I'm used to being depressed. This is my go-to now, right? Um, I have a friend who deals with depression a lot, and really the, the reality is this. Um, he likes it. He likes it. Uh, because he, it's easier to go to depression and to feel depressed. And for him, there's a, quite a mix of self-pity in that. He's, and he runs all of that in his whole thing. And it's much easy, easier to do that than to face the issue that he needs to face. I'm not saying that's everybody who gets depressed. I'm saying that that's my, that's my friend. When I struggled with depression quite a few years ago, I was very similar that way. And the reality is this. Um, it's, it's my go-to. It's comfortable. It's all that stuff, but it's not helping me. Right? My wife's going, what's the matter with you? This is part of why RJ gets in my face. Right? Because I've, I've been like that. And he doesn't want me to go back there. So he's going to challenge me and make me face it. So if, you're, if the emotion you're working with isn't helping you, then, you know, you need to get rid of it. Right? Which is the next thing that we'll do. So is it helping you or hurting you? Once you determine that, then you can move on to the next thing, which is um, our third step in the process. So we've named it, we've challenged it, so now we tame it. Okay? So tame it can be one of two things. Tame it can be that you're going to change it, and sometimes you just need to change what you're feeling. I don't know if you've, every, I'm sure everyone here has seen like Animal Planet, right? The cheetahs chasing the the doe in the field, you know, and all that. And then they say on there, and this one got away, right? And do you notice that that doe, like, they all shake after that? Have you seen that? They shake it off. They shake it off. And sometimes we just need to shake it off. Once, and for me, once I realize that that emotion isn't serving me anymore, I can just dismiss it. You know, that's, yeah, that's, you're right. That's not going to help me. So I'm going to shake that off. Um, the second thing you can do, oh, I'm sorry, let me go back. Um, here's the verse, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm on track. I'm sorry. I, I read that wrong. Sometimes you just need to change it. Um, and one of the other part of that, that's what it is. The other part of it is this, that, that when we turn our lives over to Christ, that includes our heart, which is our emotions. And we need to turn our, our heart over to God, so over to Christ and his lordship, his leadership. He's the CEO, if you will, of our lives. And we need to, we need to shift our emotions to be that of Christ. Um, it's similar to what Eric was saying last week. You know, our thoughts need to be brought under submission of the lordship of Jesus Christ as, you know, as a CEO, if you will. Um, we need to do the same. Philippians 2 says it this way. Your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. So your attitude includes your emotions. You know, what you're feeling should be the same as that of Jesus. So you need to ask yourself, would Jesus feel like this? 
You know, would Jesus be angry, hating on a waitress because she's too slow? The service is slow, right? Would Jesus get up in somebody's face and say, how dare you talk to me like that, blah, 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 you know, express all this anger and hatred? Would You, you know, how would Jesus handle this situation emotionally? What emotions? This, Jesus has a lot of compassion. He does. So that's something that we need to do. So change it, right? You can change it. The second thing you can do is sometimes we need to channel that feeling. So maybe you're in a situation where you face some form of injustice. You know, maybe you, you, you know, because of your skin color, because of you're a guy, because you're a gal, uh, you know, something. You face some form of injustice. So when it comes to that type of thing, you can you can change your emotion, but you can also channel that anger and that frustration, right? When we look at someone like Martin Luther King, for example, he took that emotion and in, in, in the hurt and those things and, and the pain of his situation and that, and he channeled it. And he channeled it to champion justice in a situation of injustice. Now, you may be in a situation where you've experienced something like that. You can take your pain, that hurt that you're feeling, and you can use that to champion a cause that will speak life to others, that will bring change to others. Rick Warren talked about um, his son passed recently, mental illness type issue, and, uh, and he, he said from the, from the, the moment that that pain entered his wife and I, he said, um, I knew that I was going to use this pain for good. I'm not going to waste this hurt. I'm not going to waste this opportunity to do something good. And so they're currently uh, planning and setting forth a, a mental, he- mental health conference. And I expect we're going to see a lot of stuff coming from Rick Warren about mental health and Christ and healing and, you know, ways to deal with that and all those types of things because he didn't, he wasn't going to waste that hurt, right? So sometimes you need to take that emotion and channel it, okay? Okay. So to change it, if you're in that situation to change it, let me give you a couple of things that you can do. Um, so number three there, how do you how do you tame a wild emotion? Um, it's this on the next slide there. Um, you every day you ask God to fill you with His Spirit, right? The verse there, Galatians five twenty two. When the Holy Spirit controls our lives, He will produce this kind of fruit in us, right? Love, joy, peace. That'd be good, just right there. Um, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. When you squeeze a bottle of shampoo, what comes out? Shampoo. When you squeeze a bottle of tube of toothpaste? Anybody ever squeeze a bottle of uh, a tube of toothpaste and got peanut butter? <laughs> no. So when we get squeezed, what's in us is what's coming out. So when we ask God to fill us with his Holy Spirit, Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Give us these gifts. When we're squeezed, when we're in those emotional challenges, what needs to come out 
uh, the gift of the Spirit, love, peace, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, etc. Right? Okay? So ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Second, ask God to help you manage your mouth. <laughs> you knew I was going to get to it, right? Help go, ask God to help you control your mouth. Self-control means controlling the tongue, Proverbs 13, 3. Right? So we need to do that. We have to do that if we're gonna if we're gonna manage our, our emotions. We have to ask God to help us manage our mouth. Okay. So that's how we how we chain a wild emotion. Every day we need to ask God to fill us with the Spirit. Next slide. Ask God to help me with uh, manage my mouth. Uh, make God's word my mouth. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. All right. Anger is, anger is a sin when it's used selfishly. Anger when it's used to help others, when it's channeled, when we do something positive with it, when we allow God's Spirit to move in us and move us in our direction, um, it's called righteous anger at that point. Right? And God can do awesome stuff with us. Um, Proverbs 19.14 says this, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O oh Lord. Awesome. So that's a lot of information about um, kind of what emotions are a little bit, why we should manage them, and how to manage them. So this week my challenge to you is this. Healthy people do healthy things, so we need to take a step towards managing our emotions. Aren't you glad you came to church today? Yay. So here's your challenge. Okay. Take, take one of these things. I'm going to even leave it open a little bit because one, one of these things impacted you in some way um, or challenged you in some way. So, so take a step toward managing your emotions. A suggestion here. What, look at one feeling. What's the reason I'm feeling this? Make that a question for you this week. Be in touch with your emotions. What, what, what's the real reason I'm feeling this? And really, this to me is probably the most important thing is that you're challenging whether it's true or not. Whether it's true or not. Um, you know, we, we face a lot in our lives. Um, we deal with a lot of hurt. We deal with a lot of, you know, just life, right? It's hard sometimes. It's challenging and, and we face a lot. Uh, and... What helps me get through all of the things that are going on in my life and my emotions and my emotional health and those things is my relationship with Christ, my relationship with the Lord. Uh, Because the Lord puts people in my life like my son that challenge me, that get in my face and help me. And the Lord, through his word, as I'm reading, challenges me and says, hey, um, this isn't good for you. You will not be successful in your life. You will not be successful in my purpose for you if you, are, if you don't manage your emotions, if you haven't learned how to deal with how you feel. So I want to give anyone here an opportunity. Maybe you haven't made a commitment to Christ yet. Maybe you're not sure about Jesus. You know, I, I call him Christ, Jesus Christ. What is that? Well, let's just call him Jesus, right? That's his name. Christ is his title. 
You know, Jesus loves each and every person here. And he wants to impact your life. And, and maybe you're not a Christian and you're like, I don't, I don't really think I can be a, one of those Christians. And I understand that I'm, I can't redefine Christianity for you. I have my own experience with people who claim Christianity and really weren't and dealt with a lot of a lot of my own issues with people who claimed Christianity. And I, I understand how you feel. I get it. Uh, and I can't redefine it for you. But this this is what I would say to you. Don't miss Jesus. Don't miss Jesus. So I want to give you an opportunity to accept accept Jesus into your life. We call it make him your Lord and Savior. In a nutshell is this, is that in, 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 if you're going to have success in, in, in managing your emotions, he can help you. And what you do is you, you invite him into your life. You ask him to forgive your sins because we all have stuff that we need to do something with and, and allow him to forgive you. And then, you, then we'll ask him to take over, control, provide the guidance in your life, help you when, you when you need help with an emotion and being challenged, you can ask him to, to help you cross-examine me and he does it with love because he is love so let's, uh, let's bow our heads, close our eyes and, and let me just ask you know, if you're interested in, in giving your life to Christ and, and being able to have this opportunity and this experience, just raise your hand okay yeah Anyone else? All right. Let's, uh, let's pray that prayer then. And just everybody, um, let's all pray together. If you're, if you're um, a Christian, great. Let's just renew um, and let's pray together. Lord, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins, the things I've done wrong, and just clean me up on the inside. Lord, come into my life. I invite you in. And I put my faith and my trust in you as my Lord and Savior. I believe in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's...